0: Well, hello. Welcome, welcome. Um, Hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) Um, Mass, mass gratitude to everyone that tuned in to my first wee potty. Um, It was a few weeks back now, and I'm super excited to have my first interview here. Oh, Ryan Hubbard's. You're back. And Ryan is a really good mate of mine, actually. And Mm. he was actually one of the first people I thought of, bringing on when I wanted to create this potty he is this energetic being um, and a friend who's recently come into my life that I'm just very very grateful for we met at like a Wim Hof uh, breathwork workshop and then we went on to do a few Sunday breathwork and ice bath sessions with a crew we rallied up around the mount and now you've gone on to spark some pretty incredible change for yourself and those around you and you just have this presence that's just felt so strongly when you're around so yeah you've taught me a lot already um just being present and enjoying the simple things in life so freaking excited to jump in with you man
1: awesome Kelda. thank you crystal for the introduction eh? that is super humbling to hear eh? and um it means a lot so thank you for having me super honored to be a part of your episode one and I'm sure many, many more to follow. So, yeah, firstly, thank you for welcoming me on and uh, excited to drop in and share a bit of wisdom and a bit of learnings and some discussions on whatever flows. So let's do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love this. Yeah. Um, so I actually want to start every podcast the same way. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was the best thing that has happened to you today thus far?
1: Oh, this far, this far today okay the best thing that has happened to me today was first thing that's popped up is i sold my surfboard and i sold my fishing rod and there were two things that need to happen in this next wee week you know i'm kind of leading up to my new adventure and i'm selling all my bits and bobs and today that is sold so i'm actually super stoked that was probably my highlight for sure uh, still in the working scene and um, trying to do all these other bits and bobs. So I think that was—I think that was my highlight: selling my selling my surfboard and selling my fishing rod, ticking that off the list.
0: I love that, and I'm yeah. so excited to dive deeper into where you're going in a few weeks, and we'll chat about that a bit later.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Um, best thing that happened to me today was probably had a real like blissful me half an hour that I've been trying to implement every day recently and just did some meditation and music listening to and just literally just did nothing for half an hour, which it's quite rare. <laughs> hmm. But amazing. So we'll dive in. So Love it. pretty much whenever Eith, Ryan, Jados and I catch up. Our conversations always end up going pretty deep. None of this Hmm. surface level kind of stuff. Um, And I don't want this soul chat to be any different than that. So I want to take it all the way back for those who Hmm. don't know your story. And Hmm. I remember seeing you on TV on some kind of bachelor show, Hmm. not even that long ago. And now you stand before us as this grounded person running breathwork workshops so wow can you can you take us through your, your journey
1: mm. yeah wow well, it's and it's been a it's been a hell of a ride in eh, the last 2 years um lots of lots of learnings and lots of yeah understandings about myself um reasons why my character was so drawn to do those things And I say character because it wasn't who I was. And for so long I was putting on this, I guess you'd say, act, eh? trying to Mm -hmm. fill my own cup up in other forms through social media, um, through going out and drinking and feeling like I was being watched or looked at. This is all from having that exposure from TV. And I guess the whole reason why I wanted to apply for that show was none other reason than getting some fame, you know, mm-hmm. and being seen, I think, I wanted to be seen because, I mean, we can dive as deep as you want, but my my self-worth was so far below the surface that I needed all these external boosts to keep me on two feet, if that makes sense. Hey, um, to keep me, to keep me up and yeah, it's been a, it's been a huge process of understanding that and also forgiving, um, that part of me as, you know, I'm not that person anymore, but, um, going through different stages of, of that process this year and, um, letting go of that and forgiving it because, Mm. It was all part of the journey, you know, and it's we're forever understanding, forever growing and, and learning that you can change and allowing that growth to happen, I think is the big one. And yeah, after the show, it was this toxic deep dive into the materialistic superficial world. I was surrounding myself with people who were wanting this external validation through um I'm talking like designer clothing and um, flash cars and flash houses. And I can just remember being in these settings of this so unnatural energy. Like I can remember being at this event that I got invited to post-show and I rocked up to this event. And I can remember just being so tight and uncomfortable in my chest, and I didn't really know what it was at the time. Um, and I was like, "Whoa, man, my body is so uncomfortable here." So I just drank and drank and drank, and just looking around me, and everybody was just, you know, taking photos of one another and getting the shot, and then it'd just be like a turn around and walk on to the next person kind of thing. Yeah. At that moment, I was like, "Whoa, what does this say? Eh? This is definitely not for me." Um, and that kind of took a toll, and then. Um, yeah, like one thing led to another, and it just got worse and worse and worse. Um, for me, um, in, in terms of relationship, I got into a relationship, um, at the end of the last year. At the end of last year, Was that last year? Yeah, I went on to this, I went on to Love Island, Australia. I went on to this, um, pre show thing I got invited to go to. Um, And I went on to that and met this girl and she ended up on Love Island, the actual show. And anyway, I fell in lust with her in this pre-thing, you know. And I was like, this chick's really good looking. She's um, really good looking. This is surface level stuff, you know. I was looking at the surface level stuff and I knew that there'd be a chance that she got onto the actual show. And deep down looking back, I think that's what I wanted i wanted the attention
0: hmm.
1: i wanted to be with her because she was getting attention which is so so toxic okay eh? <laughs> uh looking back so but it, you know you it's what it is it's what it was you know and and i'm going to admit that i was i was wanting to be with her because she was going to get attention and her instagram was going to blow up and that's just the reality that's just the truth um so, yeah, from there, I guess these more, these more like slaps on the hand, I call them from the universe, I was getting. Um, that relationship ended pretty toxic um, because deep down I didn't love myself and I sabotaged that relationship. Well, I think I sabotaged it because I couldn't accept her love. I was refusing it and I didn't know why. Why am I not? able to receive this and it was because I didn't love myself you know, and my heart and my body knew so it was almost like I was lying to myself I was in it for the wrong reasons and I couldn't accept her love so that ended um, in a pretty gnarly way and then my granddad passed a week after and instead of addressing these feelings and actually sitting with them I just suppressed them and I did that by drinking and partying and all of the above and Never really dealt with them until my body decided to hit me with a bus. This is just an analogy, but you know, the more we ignore it, the more we get hit by a bus. And Mm -hmm. I got hit by the bus, and I had my first ever panic attack. Um, Second week into January this year, I had a panic attack, and uh, for the first time ever, I thought I was going to die. And um, I didn't know what was going on. It was super scary. My whole body cramped up. I was lying on the ground um, in like a shiver state, in that shock state. I th- yeah, I had no control over my, over my body or my heart rate. And um, it was super scary. I thought that was it. And from that moment onwards, it kind of made me realize, okay, something's going on here. Something's not right. What am I not listening to? What am I? What am I ignoring? What am I not feeling? And that's when I started to realize that I had been basically – in denial with myself for the past two years, for a very long time that I wasn't in the, in a very good mental state. Um, I thought all of these suicidal thoughts were normal. I thought this tight feeling in my chest was normal. I thought the frontal lobe headaches was normal. You know, I thought, you know, I thought it was because I wasn't training hard enough and my lung capacity was tight, but no, like my body was in some serious, serious anger with me. And, it was time to to learn how to fix that, you know. And I, I can remember taking a flight from Wellington to Christchurch instead of driving back up to home in Tauranga. I got a flight to Christchurch, got mum to pick me up and And uh, I had another panic attack in the airport as well as when I landed. So I had three panic attacks that day. Wow. Um, I can remember just arriving and uh, falling into mum's arms eh, and just letting some tears flow and, jumped in the, in the car with her and she took me back to, to home and I just basically cradled her and, and made her cradle me as a, as a grown man and just basically let my body process and feel for the past two years of emotions basically. I just done lots of crying, lots of feeling and started to let my, my body catch back up and from then on, I knew it was it was a job. Eh? It was a job to to learn to love myself because it was I was at this crossroad. A eh? and it was like either I'm going to go this way or this way, and and if I went the other way, then I wouldn't be here talking to you. Put it that way. So it was it was a huge it was a huge promise I had to make with myself to learn to love myself and to learn to to enjoy my life again. A eh? because for so long I wasn't, and I was putting on this act you know through social media that I was happy and I was getting all of these um you know comments and messages and it made me feel really good but deep down I wasn't good you know mm-hmm. and it's I feel like it's such a common thing nowadays so I guess voicing this is really cool because it uh, you know my whole my whole mission now is to have these conversations and mm-hmm. to get people to to speak from the heart eh? from that place of vulnerability which is so scary to do and yeah, something which really drives and inspires me now to, to push on to as many as possible. But yeah, so from then on from then on it was just a matter of learning what to do to to help myself and I started listening to podcasts. Jay Shetty was the first guy that I got onto. Um, I searched up, you know, inspirational podcasts or self development stuff and I listened to Jay Shetty and I basically clocked his podcast Say, so I've listened to nearly every single one and um yeah, there's some, great, there's some great gold in there. And um, one thing I kept, kept coming back to was, you know, having a meditation practice and um, high consciousness, getting in touch with your high consciousness and higher self. And for me being like, you know, your stereotypical bloke, I had no idea what that was. And meditation was, you know, this woo-woo, happy shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, what, what is this, you know? And can I swear on here?
0: Yeah, go for gold. Uh, yeah,
1: I swear. Um <laughs> I swore. And yes, yeah, so I was like, this is like, what is this weird shit? Like, what, how am I going to do this? So I started Googling how to meditate and I sat there. I sat there and I got frustrated. My mind was going so fast and I couldn't slow these thoughts down. So I stopped doing that. And then I found and discovered the Wim Hof method and Wim Hof. I started looking into what he was doing and discovered his breath work and this is where for the first time in many years i i had that sense of clarity after trying his breathwork i had this clarity and everything stopped my mind stopped my body stopped everything slowed right down and it was almost like i felt this feeling of trust i felt like i could i could trust myself i felt like i could do this you know I felt like I could turn this mm-hmm. around and I had some inspiration from this so I did the Wim Hof method the breathing part of it for three weeks wow. every single day for three weeks until I felt a shift in my mental state and that's when I started to yeah make these changes and have this intuition come through of keep doing this keep putting in the work keep doing it so I did and I'm a very logical and super sceptical of, of these things so I needed to know what was going on on a scientific level so that's when I dove into that more and more so um, and yeah, it's what's led me down this track of loving the breathwork and spreading this message and this tool as far as I can Here we are
0: Wow Wow I just so much gratitude for your vulnerability and for your openness I actually haven't heard your full story um well I thought I had but wow there's so much depth to it and yeah just really appreciate that vulnerability first and foremost holy um and I was much the same with meditation you wanted to I wanted to become more in touch with myself and more grounded and the same everything pointed back to meditation but I would sit there and I would sit there and didn't understand it and it didn't work, and or I would start meditating, and then I'd go, oh, oh, I'm meditating, oh, I'm doing it, and then no, stop, I'm talking, <laughs> and it'd be this cycle. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so finding breath work for me as well, and realizing that there's so many different variations of it, and it doesn't have to be this regimented, thirty breaths here, thirty breaths there, which I thought it had to be, has just helped create this whole new perspective and whole new world for me as well so yeah I love that so and the funny thing is how you're saying you know you're learning more about it and everything like that when you think back to personal development it's more about unlearning rather than learning so we have all these conditioned thoughts and feelings and beliefs and so rather than bringing new ones then it's more actually t- touching back to those and Going back down to those, eh? Mm. So, learning, learning
1: to unlearn. Hey, it's learning to unlearn.
0: Yeah, that's so mm. true. So, what um, when you started, you know, incorporating this breathwork into your routine and your regime, what were some of the experiences you were having?
1: Yeah, so I first started out with the Wim Hof breath. So it's um, it's a sequel of forty breaths. And then in between the the sets, so you do three to four rounds the sets. I was just at the gym. I've still got sets in my head. So you can do three to four rounds of, of this breathing and you do forty breaths. And in between you do a breath hold. And it was actually mind blowing. This actually really like this is what really caught me as well because it blew me away. I was a dive instructor on in the Great Barrier Reef between twenty sixteen and 2017 so I was working on the reef in the water every single day so as you can imagine I got a lot of time to free dive and drop down you know and over the space of you know say a year to 15-16 months that I was there I actually had the capacity to free dive down to 30, minute, uh, 30 meters for a time of three and a half minutes so I, I managed to train my brain and my mind and my body to withstand the depth and the time underwater. When I first got there and arrived in Cairns, I couldn't even dive down to six meters. It was too hard. But over that period, I got down to 30 meters for three and a half minutes. But where I'm going with this is I practiced and practiced and practiced holding my breath on the surface and I could never get past five minute breath hold. And with the, with the Wim Hof method, in between, the, in between the rounds, you hold, you do a breath hold, right? And you can hold for as long as you want or feel. And I managed to clock seven-minute breath hold. Holy. In that three-week period. Like, it got more and more and more. And it, I blew my mind. I was like, what just happened? And this also just made me so intrigued with what was going on on a scientific level. So I dove into it, you know, and just lost there for a second my um my we're back my screen my screen disappeared (laughs) and um yeah so that's what really got me intrigued so i started diving into that more and more so learning about the oxygen learning about the carbon dioxide learning about the thresholds there you know what's making us breathe why are we taking these inhales every two seconds of the day what's doing that and it's it's the carbon dioxide level so when we take that out we don't actually need to breathe so learning lots about that. Like, wow, Mm. really cool stuff. And, um, from there, I guess I was like, well, there must be some more methods out there. What's what else we got here? Learned the lion's breath, learned tumo, which is, these are all really powerful. Learned some holotropic and just tapped into it and just started playing around and having some fun, some fun, some not so fun, you know? Mm. Um, learned my lessons from going too hard. One day I ended up in a full state of just cramp. sweats. Could not move. This was in a in a deep holotropic breathwork session. I actually dropped in for two hours of breathing. And two hours a hey, it's a long time. And I got to one I got to like forty five minutes in and this is the thing without being guided. You you don't you don't know like how hard you're going because you go into this different state you go into this different world Mm -hmm. so it's so important to have somebody facilitate but I didn't have that you know it wasn't an option and I was also still super afraid of judgment what people were thinking of me doing this and so I did it myself and anyway one time I ended up in this full killed up ball cramped sweating like full panic state again rolling on the floor like like it was it was real hectic and lost full control of my body. And I didn't know if I was going to come back. And as you know, like the breathwork can take you fully out of the body. And it was like that for me. And yeah, it was hectic. Lots of, lots of like, obviously with this, with this breathwork stuff and the holotropic stuff, you're going into the, into the subconscious frame of the mind. And from there we have all sorts of things come through. And I had this process of like three months, where I was just doing these deep breaths and I'd have so much emotion come through and I would just cry and cry and cry, some anger some resentment all of these things that were just in my body eh? that I wasn't even aware of and this is what the breath does, it allows allows the body to to flow, allows energy to flow as we are like electrical beings and we have these blockages when we we restore, restore trauma or emotion and the body when we flood it with oxygen flows we take the carbon dioxide out and we go into a healing state and it allows that flow to move and that's what causes these things to come up during these sessions on the beach during the one-on-ones all of these times some people go through some things that they never thought they would ever even think of and that's just the magic of it well,
0: hmm. they have- You've talked briefly about the lion's lion's breath. It sounds Mm. yeah crazy, crazy, crazy. Mm. Um, I've had some pretty profound experiences as well at your breathwork sessions. There's been what I've kind of realized is that when you are in more of like a like a mental state, the physical sensations that you get are releases. So there's been times where I've come and I've been super burnt out and super stressed and The whole right side of my body, specifically my hand, just cramped up and Mm. I I couldn't move it. It was just completely cramped up. And for those of you guys who don't know, your right side's your masculine. So obviously, I was living too much into my masculine as per and Mm -hmm. um, just not, yeah, not having that balance. And it's that awareness and breaking through that through the breath work is just phenomenal. Exactly. On the other side, like the other spectrum, it was the last session that you did or that I attended. I had just the most blissful experience and that's why when you were talking about the importance of being guided is when you are in that state, like I had complete out-of-body experience. I felt as my soul just fully just left my body I was Mm. yeah just not there and you're in this just bliss state of just everything but nothing at the same time yeah and you almost don't want to come back down (laughs) you just want to stay there and yeah I'm pretty sure you had to tap my leg to bring me back down because everyone else had come back and yeah it's pretty phenomenal
1: Mm. And this is, this, is, this, is, this is the breath physically taking you out of that analytical thinking mind and putting you into that meditative healing state. And some people have never been in that state before or sat still in that stillness. And yeah. what that blissful state is, it's the present moment. Um, it's bringing you into the present moment. Nothing else exists apart from just there. Your mind's not thinking about tomorrow. It's not thinking about dinner. It's in the body and it's feeling and that's why it feels so magic and that's how we should be living in that moment because nothing else exists, you know, nothing else exists. So it's physically putting people in there and for some, as I said, they haven't been in that before. So it's really cool to be able to get blokes in especially, get them to breathe and get them to just lay there and relax because for some of them, they've never actually meditated nor slowed down and just sat with themselves like that or laid there and i think that's the beauty in a day it's putting them in that and allowing allowing them to feel yeah. allowing them to just be just be a eh? just be a human
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, so that's powerful. the yeah that's so powerful way eh? and i'm just yeah I'm just wanting i think everybody in the world needs to Give this a go, you know. Like when I first started this, I had so many blokes, so many lads, like judging me and What are you doing, bro? You can only breathe so much in a day, you know. And that's completely fine because I would have been the judgmental dude as well a couple of years back or even last year. But I just, I would just love everybody to just drop in one day and just give it a go, and then they can have their opinion, you know. They can have their opinion. Like once I've tried it, have your opinion. Come and give it a go. Come drop yeah. in. Huh? Yeah,
0: I love that. Mm. And you touched a little bit on like the scientific kind of benefits of it, but it, you know, in terms of oxygen and carbon dioxide. But what's actually happening in your body when you kind of are going into that breath, into that breathwork
1: state? Mm. Yeah, good question. So what we're doing is, yeah, we're physically taking all the carbon dioxide out, and oxygen in the body is what the brain needs to function at a certain point. And as humans these days, we're just not getting enough oxygen in. We're breathing through our mouths. Mm. You watch everybody breathe during the day. They're mostly all mouth breathers. I've had to actually consciously breathe through my nose mm. and, and it, until it become a normal thing. And now I'm just breathing through my nose mostly all the time. We're not getting enough oxygen through our mouth. So through the nose, we get 20% more oxygen. And we also get nitrogen oxide release, which is really good for the oxygen molecule through the body. It opens it up and absorbs it. And when we allow oxygen to flow through the brain, that's when the healing starts. Mm. When we get oxygen through the body, that's when we're flowing. There's no blockages in there. So the breathwork physically unblocks those and allows that healing process to be activated, yeah.
0: Wow, that's so powerful. And there's mm. all the filters in your nasal cavities as well, right?
1: That you wouldn't. Yes, correct. In. Correct. It's a big shower. It looks like a big shower when you open it up. Yeah. Huge big rotation. If you think of like a yeah, big shell with lots of lots of spirals. So when you're breathing in it physically slows that breath down, filters it through, releases the nitrogen oxide, and you're getting, yeah, between fifteen to twenty percent more oxygen. If you go that air is going straight into your lungs. There's no filtration process through there. Okay. Um, so yeah, if if you just take a few deep breaths in through the nose every day, like it can make the world a difference.
0: Gotcha. I've started trying to breathe through my nose when exercising, and God mm-hmm. damn, is it hard. But um, yeah. yeah, just after learning the cascade of benefits mm. of it, and when you think whenever you're running or exercising mm-hmm. straight away your mouth breathing and once you become conscious of it like how you're saying you have to consciously breathe through your nose i'm the same i thought i was always a nose breather but now that i'm consciously breathing i realize how many times if i'm stressed or got lots to do that i'm straight away breathing through my mouth
1: mm. yeah exactly that that's that's huge hey let's let's do a um why don't we do a couple of heart coherences together and just, and just just feel it. Just We'll just feel it out. and Just feel the energy of yourself change. We'll do three, eh? Yeah. So place your left hand on your heart. Those who are listening can can drop into if they want. So you place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly. And we're going to breathe in through the nose for five seconds and out through the mouth for five seconds. Okay? And I want you just to think of your breath as it comes in. Just feel the sensation as it rolls in through the nostrils and feeling it leave the mouth when you exhale. Okay, so in for five, out for five. You can just follow the sound of my breath. Um, I'll make sure it's nice and loud for you. <laughs> okay, we'll just dropping together here. And just notice, we'll do three or four. We'll see how we go. Okay, so exhaling. In. in. Out. In. Yeah And Yeah Last one. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow.
0: I just feel, yeah, I feel
1: so blissed out. Mm. just You just feel it rolling over. Like I get um, mm. changes in my temperature. I felt that in my in my heels and ankles. It just rolls over the body. Yeah. And that's a tool that we can use throughout the day. Whenever we're feeling a little bit uncomfortable in the body, feeling an emotion that's starting to affect you, anything. Just take a couple seconds and close the eyes down, in for five, out for five. And you can just completely change your state, eh? Because the energy doesn't serve you, that that anger or that tension. It's, it's no good on the body. Just reset, recenter and, and carry on.
0: So true. I love that. Mm. Yeah, I get tinglys all up my arms and like mm. warm tingly on my arms. Mm. Um, yeah, I love how you talk about always just like resetting throughout your day. And I know on your stories, there's been a couple funny ones where you're doing your breath work. Joking about the workmates having a little laugh at you, but you're the one that's feeling nice and rest and recentered. So on that, what are kind of some daily habits that you're implementing that have really kind of helped create a difference for you at the moment? Mm.
1: Yeah, great question. Great question. So in my morning routine, I'll get up and I'll turn the body on so i'll do a little bit of movement this is something super simple so like 10 press-ups 10 squats 10 sit-ups just turn the body on i also do a bit of tapping a bit of qigong a bit of tapping all over my body all the way up yep slapping the cheek slapping the forehead (laughs) just turning the body on because when we're waking up you know it takes a while to fully come back into the body we've been in dreamland (laughs) then from there i'll do a wee breath practice um what I've been doing lately is this one called Tumo, and it's super powerful. I'm going to take you through it next time I see you. I'm so
0: excited.
1: It's the one where you, you're literally tapping and playing with being unconscious and being conscious and in there and that state is where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. So I do that and then that puts me in a bit of a meditative relaxed state and from there I'll just lay down on my back allow my brain and mind to wander. Just observe it not attached to anything. Just let it go about 10 minutes and then I'll do some gratitude I'll think of all the people I love in my life and I'll feel that warmth in my heart eh? I'll feel the love physically, I can feel it, it gives me goosebumps right now thinking of it and I'll feel that, just the love and then once I felt the love, I start my day and it's just the best way, it's so simple it takes me half an hour and just sets me up for the most magic day yeah
0: And I love this and it's funny, you'd think when you wake up first time, you'd reach straight for your phone or you mm. go, go, go. And you're straight to your to-do list and you're straight to this. But because people think, oh, I don't have half an hour to create a morning routine. So you just need to set your alarm half an hour earlier. <laughs> it's easy as that. And it, um, if um, when you have that solid start to the morning, the energy you start the morning with is the energy you continue into the day. People always say you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but that's as a result of your morning routine. You can create that and change that right there and
1: then. 100%, you are your thoughts. Everything you think of is your reality. So yeah, it's switching that mindset into something that you want to manifest throughout the day. Start from love. Start Mm -hmm. from love. It's funny I say this because I never knew what that feeling was You know, for so long. I never knew what love was, but I would always continue to tell myself that I love myself, even though I didn't believe it when I first started this journey. I didn't believe it at all. I don't love myself at all, but I'm going to say it. And mm-hmm. I'll just say it to myself. I'd look myself dead in the mirror, right into my eyes. i say, I love you. 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 And there was a real power in that, actually. Hey, like I started to really believe it after a few weeks. And um, just watching the shift happen. And then once I started to feel that emotion, I'd feel it too. Like, I love you. I love myself. I love you. I love myself. And then i start to feel this warmth growing in my body. And it was just magic. The more I decluttered all of this emotion, anxiety, trauma from everything and everything, once I started to to declutter that, I could actually feel emotion in my body a lot more. I was a lot more sensitive to the environment, to people. To food, wow! When I started fasting, mm. food, man, we could talk about that for hours as well. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll um, do a separate potty on fasting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. There's so much to dive into, but yeah, a few things that, like, a few tips throughout the day. Just yeah, reset. Come back to the breath. Always come back to the breath. If you're feeling like your mind's wandering or you're getting a bit overwhelmed, come back to the breath. Feel it come in. Feel it go out. It is like the epicenter of living in your body. Come back to the breath. Start to notice the way things make you feel. Does this make me feel angry? Does this make me feel Mm -hmm. stressed? Be aware of that before it starts to impact your physical body. Let it stop in the mind. Reset it. All right, this is making me feeling really uncomfortable. I'm going to take myself out of the position, you know. I'm going to take myself away from this environment. Like, you're in control. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in control of our environment and the people we surround ourselves with. The two things. And it's the most impactful duo in this in this world, eh? Like, the people you surround yourself with in your environment and you've got complete control of that. So,
0: hmm. Yeah, and emotions are just, tri- not triggers, what's the word? Emotions are just indicators trying to tell us something and we just need to tap in and actually listen to it. And I love, yeah, talking about the, the journey of self-love and I've done quite a bit of work on rewriting negative stories, but holy, is it a lot of work and totally relate to not believing it at first. And, you know, you're saying these things to yourself and they feel uncomfortable and icky and
1: Mm.
0: weird and fake. But the more you do it, the more you begin to fully embody this utter appreciation and just love. And I actually get, like, giddy and excited when I start doing, like, positive affirmations or self love practices. Mm. Good friend of um of mine, Tilly, has really taught me a lot in this space. She will actually um she'll kiss herself and I've started doing that and I love it. Like I just oh, I just love myself. Like it's just just creating that energy for it. It's just yeah, so so special.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love that practice. That's epic. Kissing yourself, hugging yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. That's awesome.
0: So you touched a little bit on the start, but now that you've had this incredible experience, where, where to next? What's, what's the plan? Where are you going?
1: Yeah, where am I going? Wow. Um, off to Australia, eh? My heart and my body is feeling so pulled to Australia. I've got a super-duper, duper amazing friend over there who's doing very similar things to me, bringing people together to connect in such disconnected times creating a safe space to open up, be vulnerable, to share. I think the biggest poison in this world at the moment is suppression of emotion, of feelings. So creating space where we can open up and talk authentically and organically with people to create that connection is something that me and him are both super passionate about as well as having a holistic approach with everyday life and Mm. um, business. So we're wanting to Create a business where we can upskill personal trainers, health coaches, all of these different modalities and give them a holistic approach with it so they better understand themselves, raise their awareness, raise their consciousness, and also so they can better hold that space for their clients. So, yeah, it's in the woodwork. But my main mission is to, yeah, spread the love, spread the love, spread my lessons, my learnings, bring people together, share the breath, share -hmm. these tools, and have fun, eh? Like life we take so seriously, but it's just so much fun. Mm -hmm. It can be so simple. Mm -hmm. So just flowing, eh? Flowing wherever my heart takes me now, just trusting in that, letting go of control. I
0: love this. And I love mm. what you shared about bringing that holistic approach because that's exactly the wavelength I'm on at the moment as well. And actually, birthed the creation of this podcast mm. was to bring that awareness that health and is just so much more than just smashing yourself at the gym six days a week and eating in a calorie deficit. You know, there's so much more depth to it than just that. Yes. Um, and I love it funny how you guys were talking about you know connection with your breathwork sessions because Ryan the way he starts his breathwork sessions for those of you guys who haven't been is really beautiful because most of the time it's people we've never really met before and so he gets us to get up and introduce us to someone new and we talk about three questions that Ryan will ask at the beginning and it's all about those breaking barriers and just going deep and just getting comfortable with being uncomfortable in the beginning and there was a question you asked once which really stuck, and it was if you could go back and tell yourself something a year ago what would you tell them and so I kind of want to flip it back on you now my man (laughs) I
1: love that and and I just want to touch on that yeah it's it's um it's getting you to open up your hearts hey because it's so scary to do it so scary you literally feel attacked like the body's under attack. But when you start to speak from that place and open up and declutter that heart space, like you become so powerful and you, you just feel so empowered from yourself. So creating people, creating a space for people to do that, I think is super duper cool. I love, I love hearing some of the things that come out and Mm -hmm. I love seeing the hugs and the love (laughs) shared afterwards. It's just magic. Um, yeah. So what was, what was, I just got off on a tangent again.
0: Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool.
1: Oh, so what, what would I tell myself? Yeah. yeah. One, tell myself one year ago, I would tell myself to stop worrying what other people thought, mm. to let go of the fear of judgment, stop putting this pressure on yourself to be this person that you're not. Start following your heart and speaking from there. Start speaking your truth. Sorry, that was a few, but they came out. Yeah.
0: yeah. And mine was the same when you asked it to me. It was yeah to stop putting so much pressure on the expectation of what you think other people think mm. of you and want from you and just live and just be. Yeah. I love this. Beautiful. Oh, this has just been so nice and I end this is my second body, but I in everybody the same way um and I want to ask and just kind of bring that consciousness back to what is your higher self trying to tell you right now that you may not be listening to
1: what I may not be listening to okay it's a it's a good question hey mm. um Trust. Hmm. Trust. Just trust eh. Like I'm actually terrified for this jump and just feeling that eh. And I just need to I just need to let go and trust. Like yes, I'm taking the jump and it's super scary and it's a big risk. Like I'm selling everything. I'm selling everything I own. And I'm putting it in my back pocket. My little van, everything, you know? So I think deep down there's like this this trust that needs to be to give to myself eh? because mm. um, at the moment I'm just letting go of control and almost hoping but and it should be a it should be more of a faithful thing in this in this knowing and this in this trust so I think that it's just came through
0: hmm. that's beautiful I love that mm. awareness oh, all the feels all the feels I'm just so blessed out thank you so Much for your time and your vulnerability and your wisdom. Um, just so grateful for the connection that we've made. And you're sitting here, and is a black screen, all I can see are these pearly white teeth. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> so, it's got dark, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's, it's got a bit dark in the time we're chatting. But just to wrap up, um, for those people that maybe do want to connect with you for uh, some magic touch that you've got, where can people find you? What, um, What do you, yeah, give us your deets.
1: Yeah, awesome. Um, Just dropping in as well. It's it's been amazing chatting with Mm -hmm. you eh, and super honoured to drop in and and to share and to open up and hopefully inspire and get people, you know, thinking and questioning Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more about themselves to better understand. eh? Um, So yeah, just basically drop in on my Insta. I'm going to be in the Mount Local here until the 22nd of December. So, Super keen. I'll be running a few workshops and sessions before I go. I'm going to do at least five. So come along. I don't know when you're going to be dropping this podcast, but if I can get to as many people to that as possible, that'd be super dope. Um, And also in the near future, we're going to be setting up some kind of online um, breathwork and meditation. So you better tune into that. But get on my Instagram at Ryan Hubbards. Give me a follow and just, yeah, have a wee look and see if anything calls you or whatever reach out always open to chat and share some more wisdom if if wanted
0: i love this yay amazing and i'm gonna be attending every five (laughs) i love this yay well thank you once again (laughs) man and lots of love to everyone that tuned in and hope you got to enjoy enjoy the chat as much as i did lots of love everybody see you
1: big love peace